Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Top 4. <laughs> I never know how to do intros like this. Yeah, intros are a little awkward for me, too. Anyway, yeah. it's Top 4. It's hey. morning. It's early. And when you're awake early in the morning, the one thing you really want is a really good breakfast. Yes. With really good coffee. Breakfast. And so today, on this early morning, when we've just had our really good breakfast and a really good coffee, we've decided to rank our Top 4 breakfasts. Yay! Okay, I want to say... These breakfasts are not a breakfast that I want every day, but they are my favorites. Yeah, I had a hard time with with the ranking because like to to make that distinction of like what is my favorite versus like what uh, what's actually both, you know, practical to eat every day and what's healthy to eat every day mm-hmm. and and like and and how i feel afterwards maybe <laughs> like, see i i don't care about afterwards it's right. all about during it's during well yeah exactly <laughs> and that's 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 why like it's like it was kind of a like some of these i had to kind of wait like well if i eat like you know dessert for breakfast yes. th- then like how like i just want to sleep all morning after that but no you can't think about the consequences because top right, four breakfast right. this is like fantasy breakfast out of the reality of world life <laughs> world yeah. life <laughs> uh, yeah that makes sense yeah it's a uh, it's just it's out it pulls you out you get to pick your fun stuff in a perfect world that the breakfast consuming affects you in no way <laughs> except <laughs> for fair. how you feel while you're consuming it yeah that's fair okay because i didn't want to pick like yes scrambled eggs or like protein shake or you know so that, i don't know i just feel like those are breakfasts that people are they're good and people enjoy them but they can't be your top four mm. well, i guess if if you're ranking your top four in st- i don't know sadness <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no it's not sad you know what i mean like practicality if you're going for like the practical robot side of your brain then fine i might have some rearranging of my list to do but <laughs> do you need a minute so <laughs> uh, we, we're not operating under the same parameters. I mean, we never really do for this show. Do yeah, we? That, that wouldn't be the big of a shock. Um, all right. So we'll, uh, let's get into it with the ranking. So first, I want to do honorable mentions as yes. is usual for our show. You know, for, for me, there, there were a whole lot that I could have picked here. My biggest honorable mention is cold pizza. Oh, I forgot about cold pizza. How can you forget? Because we haven't had pizza in so long, so therefore we haven't had cold pizza. I, yeah, well, that's part of the problem. <laughs> oh, cold pizza and cake for breakfast. Cake breakfast? <laughs> oh, I love a good after-birthday cake breakfast. Yeah, so cold pizza is its something that I didn't... I, I, I thought it was gross and wasn't into until only a couple of years ago. You're welcome. And yeah, when you, my wonderful wife... Um, <laughs> I would always make fun of you for just like taking a slice of leftover pizza out of the fridge from the night before and just oh, yeah. shoving it into your face like with, <laughs> yes, with no, like not even like a plate or like no, why? certainly why? not cold reheating pizza, it. Just you... like just taking this triangle of cold cheese from the fridge and just shoving yes. it into your face. And I thought it was the grossest thing ever. And occasionally I would like take one or two bites to see like, do I still think this is gross? And eventually that worked to convince me it wasn't gross. Like eventually just I there were some mornings where like i just took a few more bites and a few more bites and a few more bites and i'm like okay then now i'm just really doing this when we were ordering pizzas regularly we would uh, often make sure we ordered a little extra so that that way we could have oh yeah cold pizza for it, breakfast. it became a thing where like it, it wasn't just often it was every time like that was just part of the pizza order we you know we get like whatever slices we wanted to eat for dinner ourselves and we'd always get like an extra slice and i think the best slice to have is cold pizza 
is the margarita slice. Mm-hmm. For a while, I thought pepperoni, but then I, I was convinced over time the margarita slice is actually the best cold pizza slice. Yeah, it is. Pepperoni is a little greasy. Yeah, pepperoni is a little greasy. A little Plain spicy, too. Like, I, I don't really want that kind of spiciness mm-hmm. in, in the morning. Um, plain's just, a little boring. Yeah, plain, plain works, but margarita is the best. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had like that cold tomato flavor. Mm. It's that really. Mm. Oh, it's really. Stop good. it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh so, yes, cold pizza. Honorable mention: cold pizza. I'm gonna say birthday cake then as my honorable mention for a <laughs> for breakfast. I love after party piece of cake for breakfast after it's been in the fridge and yeah, it gets, it gets a it's lot a little. Firmer. Yeah, it's a little bit more firm and the icing's a little bit harder. Oh yeah, but you gotta have like homemade cake. You can't have like grocery store kind of cheap cake cheap cake yeah <laughs> cheap cake doesn't last or does i mean it's not even good to begin with but you get a really good cake ah oh, the next day or a cupcake oh yes <laughs> see my my only issue with with cake for breakfast oh is and it's that so good with coffee coffee and cake that is true breakfast. it is really good with coffee and, and we're not we're not going to cover coffee in this episode i don't think because coffee that's a whole nother episode like can saying, it be? i just have one yours yeah. number one kenya home roasted done <laughs> number one actually no because i could rank them actually i could we'll save up every for another time episode. i roast something that isn't kenya you're like the coffee's different this isn't as good go back to the other one every yeah. time i try i'll try all sorts of wonderful beans <laughs> he tries to not tell me too he tries to sneak it in there yeah because like, like sometimes sometimes I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll roast something else like for variety or so because you know, I, I like other beans sometimes too like costa rica is one of my favorite beans to roast like i, I kind of like that well mm. it's one of my favorite beans to drink i'm Focus. actually not very good at roasting, but this uh, roasting is, it, but you're, like, you're starting a coffee episode i know well but i'm just saying like Every, I'm not every saying, time, I'm just saying. Every time I change anything about the bean, <laughs> Tiff's like, nope, no good. Go back to the other one. <laughs> well, it's better. It, I, and I, I agree. Ultimately, Kenya is still my favorite. And that's why I, that's why I roast it most of the time. But anyway, coffee is going to be part of any good breakfast. Like, including coffee in the ranking would be like saying, I also want to drink water at breakfast. Like, yeah, you should drink water every day no matter what. So coffee is just assumed to be part of this breakfast. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, all of mine go with coffee. I uh, I want to have a small other honorable mention in addition to my cake, <laughs> which snuck in there last minute. Um, it is Fruit Loops with frozen milk. So mechanically, how does that work? Like, do you? We might have talked about this in the cereal episode, but I do love cereal, and I kind of like it as a snack too. But I just remember this is I never ever ever have it anymore, but. When the milk is like it, you freeze the milk and then you defrost it in the fridge, so it's like half defrosted, so it's like kind of slushy milk, okay. not curdled, not curdled. So you're not like making out. ice cubes of milk with Fruit Loops in them. No, no, no. It's more of like um an icy, like it. It almost feels like snow. Okay, that makes more sense. And then you put that on, and it's just so cold, and it eventually becomes milk, milk when it's in the cereal. But I don't know something about Fruit Loops and frozen milk. It's just so good. And that would always happen because my mom would buy too much milk or we would travel with it for some reason and she would freeze it and then we would have to defrost it. So then we would get like this slushy milk and <laughs> it was, I, I just ended up really liking it. Oh, <laughs> so Sorry if I'm grossing anyone out. Like I said, it's not curdled. It's not old milk. It's fresh it's milk. It's just like slushy frozen milk. It's just half frozen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you could, it's almost gelato. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is based. My my mom was a genius, and she was basically serving <laughs> us gelato on our breakfast cereal. So there we yeah. go. Yeah, 
Oh, and, and one thing I wanted to get back to before I get into the coffee diversion about the cake breakfast. My only complaint about cake for breakfast is there that there is it, no complaint about cake. No, for no, breakfast. is that it's not filling at all. So like you have this cake for breakfast, you're on this massive sugar buzz, and then you're perfect hungry world. like two seconds later. Well, yeah, but perfect world. Yeah, but a perfect world makes you have lunch at ten thirty. Okay, fair. <laughs> anyway. Before we get into our ranking, we are sponsored this week by Squarespace. Make your next move with Squarespace. They let you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and so much more. Whether you want to create an online store or a portfolio or a blog or even something more complicated like a podcast, Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that lets you do all of those things. There's nothing to install, no patches or upgrades to worry about. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff that's involved in hosting because Squarespace takes takes care of it for you. They have you covered. And if you need any help, they have award-winning 24-7 customer support. They also now let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name so it can be your one-stop shop. And all of these award-winning templates they offer you are beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. And if you want to edit them to maybe customize it, make it your own, change some of the fonts and colors and everything, it's all super easy no matter what your skill level is. Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month, and you can start a free trial with no credit card required. So you, you, there's no risk. It doesn't like automatically bill you if you forget to cancel it or anything. It's totally fine. Free trial with no credit card required at squarespace.com slash top four, spelled out top four. When you decide to sign up, use the offer code top four to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and show your support for top four. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash top four for that free trial and use code top four at sign up to get 10% off your first purchase. We thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. Can I go first? Absolutely. So number four. All right. This is kind of in the same vein of what we've just been talking about. My number four for (laughs) breakfast is Indian food leftovers. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot about that. This oh, I'm, and I'm happy. Heat to take, it up, heat it up. Yeah, I'm but happy to take credit for this innovation too. Like it I, is. Totally you brought you. frozen, or you bought, you brought cold pizza into our breakfast life. Mm-hmm. I brought Indian food leftovers into our breakfast life. Yeah, I thought you were crazy when yeah. it was. It went the same way. Just like Marco slowly warmed up, warmed up to the cold pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I warmed up to the Indian food leftovers, and not cold, heated up mm-hmm. like yeah, you would have. But what you had for um, like the different curries and. Uh, what else just most of the all the curries right my preferred indian food leftover for breakfast is dal makani uh, i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing any of these things um uh, yeah i don't that's the, the lentil like, one yeah it's like don't lentil like, it's basically lentil and one. butter uh and yeah and that, that you need to do a top four yeah, indian curries like, yeah. yeah like so, so the dal with also a little bit of the sauce from uh mali kofta mm. like that's that is my favorite indian food breakfast yeah i like the um the standard Chicken tiki masala and um, the, oh, what are the vegetable balls? Mali kofta. Mali kofta, yes. Yeah, yeah I like those. Um, generally, whatever we order for Indian food, when we get Indian food takeout, I really love. And when we have the leftovers, it just makes such a nice breakfast. I, I don't, I just got addicted to it. I yeah. don't know. Like, that's why I had to put it on my list. It's savory, it's filling, and it is unexpected. Mm-hmm. And I definitely crave it the next morning after we have that takeout food. So it's totally makes my rank. Awesome. All right. My number four. Oh, especially with the little, oh, with the sauces on it, with the yeah, chutneys. With the, yeah, oh, like, yes. The little little hint of the tamarind chutney. Oh, all the chutneys, except yeah. for the super sweet one. That 
is a little much. Yeah, yeah. You don't use the apricot. You, so the tamarind is the dark oh, purple actually, one. Sometimes it's really good. Depends on the restaurant. Oh, oh. We we never use the apricot one. So yeah, like so I use the tamarind one, the dark purple sweet one, and then Tiff uses the green spicy one, which I believe is uh, mint chutney or um, cilantro. It's yeah, it's like cilantro mint something. I forget what it's actually Parsley. called. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it's good. So <laughs> I'm sorry. But when we do our Indian food episode, which hopefully in the future, we had a listener who I think came up to me in WWDC. They suggested we do Indian food. And That's I was a good like, idea. Yes, it would be so good. We will actually practice pronouncing all the proper names and yes. saying things the correct way. All right. So my number four is scrambled eggs with sausage links and, and cheese in the eggs, too. Cheesy so, eggs. Yeah, cheese, scrambled eggs with cheese mixed into them and sausage links. That's like, basically our standard breakfast these days. Yeah, like we've been having that a lot. Um, and, and for and, and my my fancier version is I mix in the uh, the collard greens from our nearby barbecue place because um, <laughs> it has so pieces of pork in it. It has little pieces, small pieces of pulled pork mixed into the collard greens, and so you get like you get vegetable greens and eggs and cheese and meat in one nice meal that is uh, friendly to any low carb diet and really filling and not too outrageously unhealthy in any other way so it's really really good i'm i'm a big fan of having eggs for breakfast because i feel really good afterwards like i feel good all morning when i have eggs for breakfast and this is also the kind of thing like you can get this anywhere you can any restaurant in the world oh, yeah, anywhere you could just pick up some collard greens with some pulled pork inside yeah so that that part <laughs> is a little bit a little bit harder to find but like any restaurant can make you scrambled eggs and sausage links mm-hmm. like if they serve breakfast they serve that and so it's it's really portable. Like mm-hmm. It's or it's, it's easy to get anywhere, um, and it's just really good. That's such a standard pick. I mean, I really like it too. I also have scrambled eggs and various side meats for breakfast with you these days. I especially like putting sriracha on my eggs and some capers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like you could dress them up in any way, which is that's what's really nice about scrambled eggs with side meat. Uh, standard breakfast protocol mm-hmm. chart like if you like I almost feel like it's a breakfast spreadsheet like out on your plate like check off the box is that how spreadsheets work no no, no. what am i thinking of <laughs> You're thinking of like a to-do list or something yeah i don't know i could have used a, a better a analogy there yeah. it's fine it's fine well moving yeah. on my number three no, but also like like another <laughs> another good thing about scrambled eggs and, and meat is that like this is something that i can make at home yeah just as well as any restaurant in my opinion and so I, it's also it's kind of it's practical for that reason too. Like it's universal, it's practical. You can get it anywhere or make it at home. You can keep the ingredients for this in stock in your home without having to go shopping fresh every time. Like it's easy to keep a bunch of eggs in the fridge and a, a, you know sausage links in the freezer. Um, I do like I, I like the is it Jones the one I buy the the red box of sausage links. I don't know. I think it's I have to I, I don't even know what you I just cook know what all it looks the breakfast like. now I have no idea what happens yeah so I, I believe it's Jones mild pork sausage links um, I just break open the eggs yeah <laughs> just it's the red box in the freezer section of the grocery store <laughs> go find <laughs> yeah but it's uh it they're they're I, I love breakfast sausage like as the side meats go breakfast sausage is my favorite one see I find them tricky because it's hard to find a good one that doesn't taste too like I think I did find a good the, one. <laughs> Yeah, you did, but it's hard. You have to go through a lot of trial and error. That's a lot of sausage eating. <laughs> well, there, there are worse things in the world. <laughs> so, yeah, scrambled eggs with my Jones sausage links on the side. All right. My number three is French toast, a very breakfast hmm. standard, because I feel like anytime you order French toast, it's generally pretty good. It has the sweet, bready element to it, which 
in the past when I was having a lot of that, I really like, and I still like it. It is a really sweet breakfast. It's not that filling. So it's, it's problematic. I love French toast, but now when you're like trying to ground me over here with your scrambled eggs into reality, I'm feeling (laughs) beaten down. (laughs) But I really like that you can put a lot of different toppings on French toast. I love maple syrup. So syrup, syrup, both ways are fine. Uh, No, it's syrup. Whatever. I'll just say really fast. (laughs) You You don't know what I'm actually saying. Um, I love a really good maple syrup. New York maple syrup is the best. We basically sell it all to Vermont. Sorry, Vermont. Um, You're living (laughs) a lie. (laughs) And so that's a great delivery device for some wonderful maple syrup. And I I like the egg element into it. It makes it a little bit heavier than a pancake per se, even though I guess there are eggs and pancakes, but in different ways. Not in the same ratio at all, though. Yeah. Pancakes have like a little bit of egg. French toast has a lot of egg. I also like the the crispness of, of French toast because it gets that like, kind of caramelized butter layer on it with the the little brown spot. That's just, it's very yeah. good. Especially when you get a really good bread that you're doing the French toast with, like a nice challah or something. It's, you got to get the right bread. But French toast in its glory with like, I don't know, fruit on top or something. It's just, there's lots of ways to do it. And it's, it's always good. I enjoy French toast. I respect that pick. I don't, I don't like it as much as you do. Like I always, it's one of those things that like I, I always want to like it more than i end up liking it so like i never would i never order it at restaurants see or with french toast pancakes waffles i'll always pick french toast out of that lineup interesting see out of that i would pick waffles every time waffles are nice and they're crisp but sometimes they take too long so it's a whole waffle situation and i'm the one who makes them <laughs> it's true no i'm talking about even at restaurants sometimes like oh, the yeah, waffles yeah. just take too long uh, and sometimes they're just so bland you know, like you can get such a bland waffle where I feel like That's true. there's a larger margin of error for success. <laughs> saying lots of words today. I don't think these words are working for you. Stop. I'm, I'm really All right, well, let me save you. So, so yeah. I, some quick follow-up. It is, I just French looked it up. French toast is the best. I, I, I looked it up. It is indeed Jones sausage that I buy. It is the red box. It is Jones all-natural pork sausage links. Do they sell it on Amazon? Can we uh, affiliate link that? <laughs> I, I didn't look. I <laughs> that would be amazing. Show. I just found the site. <laughs> the Armand's affiliate link sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to sell you some frozen meat on the internet. That'll work. Um, <laughs> please don't write in with actual service. I know, actual, f- I know actual services exist to do that. All right. So anyway, <laughs> my number three is a toasted bagel with butter. Wow. There you go. There's your bread. Yeah. So yeah, this is, this is my big bread one right here. So toasted bagel with butter so i i wanted to just have like the bagel category represented here in general and there's i like bagels for breakfast in lots of different formats uh, cream cheese is another good example that was that was kind of my like my my alternate pick for this would be like an untoasted bagel because you can't you can't toast a bagel and put cream cheese on it because then the cream cheese melts and you're missing out on the toasty goodness uh true because the cream true. cheese kind of mutes it and kind of sogs it up yep. so cream cheese goes on untoasted fresh bagels if you are toasting the bagel, butter belongs on it. But actually, out of those two, I actually like the butter version better. I, first of all, butter is delicious. Mm-hmm. And you get that wonderful buttery saltiness combined with whatever the bagel flavor is. And, and you get that nice hot toasted bagel. So that to me and, – and, and you can do this with almost any flavor of bagel. I think my favorites for buttering are – either everything although actually that, that can get a little bit too salty with the salt of the butter um or something like a rye 
bagel or some kind of like whole wheat ones those toast really well with butter on them like the, any of those like kind of like the brownish ones pumpernickel you know those are all great toasting and buttering flavors um all right number two my number two is also a bread pick i'm very excited about this it is a croissant with okay anything uh, any kind of croissant. Croissant, just as the broad category, croissant is my number two. It depends on the um, like the amount of, of hunger dictates the croissant content. So I would do like croissant ham and cheese. I would do croissant um, egg and cheese. I would do croissant like a, an almond croissant or a chocolate croissant. I think it just, it all depends on the flavor. And we had a discussion about this recently. Croissants are always good. I don't care if it is a crappy grocery store croissant that was made in some factory where I don't know it came from, or if it was an artisanally crafted French croissant made from a pastry chef. I can tell the difference. Made from a pastry chef. <laughs> it contains real French pastry chefs. Stop! No! Uh, let me go back and do that again. No. Made by a pastry We're chef. We're going to leave that in. Oh, I am... <laughs> I got to practice my speakings. <laughs> it's early. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, needless to say, there is a large gauntlet of quality when it comes to croissants, but I genuinely like them all. And I can appreciate them being really great. And I can appreciate them being really mediocre loaves of bread. <laughs> but I just really like croissants and they're always good. They're always good. So I, I will agree with you on, on a few things. I'll, I'll agree with you, first of all, that croissants are delicious. And second of all, that the provenance of the croissant does not matter as much as you would think it would. Like the, the, the generic like, you know, store-bought croissants are indeed delicious and are not, not quite as good as like a great bakery's croissant, but still really good. I'll yeah. give you that. The, the argument uh, we had the other day. A great bakery croissant is, is out of this world. Yes, delicious, and but you could so ha- are and like, then, like the Sam's Club or Costco, like store bought ones. Those are fine too, right? But the way you would have them, I feel, is different. Like a great bakery croissant is beautiful on its own, and you can enjoy its buttery, buttery, flaky goodness. Right, right. Like just as is. Whereas I feel like a Costco croissant needs some help. Like yeah, like you're making that into a sandwich or something. Yeah, that's that's a sandwich croissant. That makes sense. But yeah. I still prefer a croissant as the bread more than any other bread, including the bagel. Interesting. And that is because I really like the butteriness of a croissant. Mm-hmm. I like the flakiness and the layers. And I feel like sometimes you can get a really bad bagel. Like a lender's bagel is way worse than a Costco croissant. That's true. I'll give you that. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. All right. That's reasonable. I mean, so the, the argument we had the other day was whether whether you would choose an old croissant over fresh some other kind of bread. Yes. And so, yeah, so you said yes. I say no, because like I don't like when the inside of it gets all weird and dry and, and hard, which is which tends to be how they get bad. See, But then that it just becomes a sandwich croissant at that point. Like <laughs> put some stuff inside of it. Like I'm not just going to like munch on an old croissant. 
just as is like you're not gonna do that but i rather make a sandwich out of an old croissant than (laughs) like rando sliced bread it's just so boring right whereas like well not not sliced bread it was it was compared to like a fresh roll or something like some other kind of roll yeah still i think i i think i would pick the old croissant i mean depending on how old we're talking about if it's like (laughs) rock solid or like moldy or something no like different yeah yeah. there's health standards here yeah i i would i would rather have like a fresh roll than uh than like a a day, let's say like day, a few days old like, croissant. like a stale like a slightly yeah day old stale croissant kind of thing. yeah yeah like it's still safe to eat it but it's less ideal yeah. Ugh, an almond croissant oh they're so with a cup oh yeah of that's co- something you have fresh coffee and an almond croissant how beautiful of a breakfast is that yes. yeah i feel like i need to speak in some kind of sexy accent when i'm when i'm having breakfast like that uh-huh. yeah exactly all right so anyway all right so that was your number two right yes all right my number two <laughs> croissants my number two is my dessert breakfast pick, the fruit tart. Oh, yes, that is your, that's basically your cake breakfast. Yeah, so this is the, the fruit tart. I don't know if, if this is a universal term that everyone knows. It seems not to be, or it seems to be widely varied. What I'm talking about is the, uh, the, the pastry. It looks like a miniature pie. Tartlet. A tartlet, yes. So, it, yeah, it looks like a miniature pie, has a crust, it, it is filled with vanilla custard that is like very pale yellow, almost white. Sometimes it can be lemon. That's not as good. It should be vanilla custard for okay. for my pick here. Um, and and lemon custard is wonderful in, in other contexts, but for in the context of a fruit tart, I think it should be vanilla. That's custard. true because you need the fruit flavors to not be overpowered by exactly. the lemon. Yeah, exactly. You're right. So so it is a, it is a miniature pie tart thing filled with vanilla custard that's very pale and usually almost white, and then topped with fresh blueberries and strawberries and maybe other berries if you want. But blueberries and strawberries are like the core ones that that should be there for sure. And then glazed on top of that with a with an apricot simple syrup mixture. So it's it's like a it's like a slightly yellowish glaze on top. Um, that is universal in like you know New York uh, pastry shops and everything. I don't know how French how far. pastry shops do. Oh yeah, that's yeah. good. Okay, I, I wasn't sure like how universal this was elsewhere. Um, but the fruit tart is just wonderful. Like any kind of custard like that is just delicious anyway. But to combine it with with like the fresh fruit. Um, especially like if if you go like in the winter where it's kind of hard to come up with fresh blueberries that are any good, mm-hmm. but somehow fruit tart suppliers have them. I don't know where they come from, but somehow <laughs> they have them. And so like it's it's kind of like a nice thing to like remind you because you, you can't that, use frozen fruit; it just liquefies too. Oh much. no, you definitely you know it has to be fresh fruit. It's frozen fruit doesn't work at all. But uh, it's or just, any kind of compote stuff you can't you can't do that. No, no, that's that's cheating um, and doesn't work. So yeah, so very big fan of fruit tarts in general. Um, you, my wonderful wife, make really good fruit tarts um, for my birthday sometimes or, or like for other special occasions it's a lot of work yeah it's, it's a ton of work and yeah it's, and admittedly they're, they're they're not very good for you because it's full of sugar and everything so <laughs> so it, i, I even scrape them. out the vanilla bean for you i know it's 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 a big deal number two fruit tart and, and, a, and a close runner-up here that i almost picked for this slot is key lime pie oh see so you have like the tart pie breakfast then yeah like it's, the, your, it's your cake breakfast yeah exactly it's, but it's basically your day after birthday breakfast but it's more filling <laughs> you think it's more you think tarts are more filling than cake Come yeah on. they're like solid egg and butter like that's way more filling than air and sugar <sighs> i don't find them more filling well they're anyway. all sweet they are very sweet but i think they're also filling anyway so yeah <laughs> close runner close runner up key lime pie for this slot um and you do make an excellent key lime pie as well uh, and that's also also often a birthday treat for me. So I think my key lime pie is better than my fruit tart. 
it's a close call. They're both really excellent. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'm going to pie. I'm going to lump in the key lime pie or any kind of pie as also my my um, honorable mention cake breakfast i just feel like <laughs> it's just all like the dessert from the previous day's breakfast yeah exactly that's breakfast all right number one my number one are all things benedict i <laughs> love the benedict all the things like whatever it is i will benedict it and i will love it <laughs> so all eggs benedict uh in any form i've had them with peppers i've had them with tomato i've had like even florentine i kind of loop into that oh yeah category. florentine is, is a benedict by another name right exactly <laughs> but is it as sweet uh, <laughs> i lobster benedict have that love it won't go with a crab benedict because i find cold crab meat which it often is or like somehow reheated crab meat unappealing um it has to I have to take it out of the shell myself if I'm going to enjoy it. So I don't like it on the Benedict. A lobster, lobster holds up. Uh, so I uh, just, I love a good Benedict. Anytime it's on a menu, that's what I'm ordering because I love brunch. I love brunch way more than actual breakfast. So the Benedict is the perfect bridge from breakfast to lunch. It is the perfect brunch. Because it has meat, it has bread, it has eggs, it has like a kind of sweetish, savory, like it, the sauce, the hollandaise, the hollandaise? Sauce. It's not sweet. Yeah, it? not sweet. I'm sorry. It, it's just, it's creamy. Creamy is what yeah, I'm Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's very rich. Yes, rich and creamy. That's what I'm thinking of. Not sweet. It, it just, it brings all of those elements of a beautiful breakfast and a satisfying lunch together on one plate. And you just have to wash it all down with a Bloody Mary. <laughs> mm. I respect this pick a lot because I'm also a big fan of Benedict's. And it's one of the things that I will I will get at restaurants. Like if, if we're at a brunch restaurant, that that is almost always what I will pick. Mm-hmm. Because not only is it is it really good, but it's something that's really a big pain in the butt to make at home. Yes. Because making poached eggs and making hollandaise sauce are both really tricky. And That's I, another and that's, thing. The poached eggs is part of it why i love it because i really really like poached eggs i love a runny egg and but at the same time if i'm having a fried egg i like it to be kind of burnt on the edges but it's tricky to do that like burn the edges of a white and keep the yolk runny it's it's all very tricky that's tricky but yeah so that's why a benedict is great because like even when you break the yolk and you have a runny yolk you don't just have like a pool of yolk which is gross like nobody likes that it has all of these elements that kind of all work together to to marry the this runny yolk on the plate and you don't feel like you're just eating soup right exactly oh, and benedicts are so good they're so perfect and i feel like that's a good use of a restaurant too like to me like if you go to a restaurant and you order something you could really easily make at home it's kind of a waste of the restaurant yeah whereas like something like an eggs benedict where it's like this is a big pain in the butt to make at home but you can go to a restaurant and get it with no effort like mm-hmm. that's that's a great use of restaurant ordering, right? Well, and, and I, so the whole idea, the <laughs> we went to brunch one time with some friends, and everyone kind of wanted the waffle, right? Remember this brunch? Yep, yep. New Year's, <laughs> and it was like everyone kind of wanted the waffle, but no one wanted it as their meal because it was a a brunch kind of lunch. Uh, breakfast lunch hybrid situation and that is what brunch is yeah yep sorry <laughs> come explain <laughs> i invented brunch <laughs> and we ordered that waffle for the table that 
was probably the best thing we've ever done. And yeah, the, I got to say... The shared waffle for the table is quite an innovation for restaurant ordering. And for those of you out there who are avid podcast listeners and have heard about the pancake for the table... We did that waffle for the table way before hearing about pancake for the table, but pancake for the table, genius, genius. Any kind of yeah. a disc shaped, you know, <laughs> sweet breakfast food option, just order one for the table and everyone can have a little snack snack before you have your actual filling meal. Yeah, it's like when you're at a, when you're at a brunch, like even people who don't, who wouldn't order the whole waffle or the whole plate of pancakes. If if there's a waffle in the middle of the table that everyone's cutting little triangles out of to serve themselves, everyone's going to want one. Yep. Like, that's a crowd pleaser. Everybody but that's all wants. you want, just a little bit. Right. You don't want to eat the entire waffle, but you want part of a waffle. And if you do want to eat an entire waffle, then just order a waffle. Yeah, you have that option at a restaurant. Also, I don't want to get list- uh, I don't want anyone to get upset about now that we're like bringing brunch into this breakfast top four because to me, uh, I'm avoiding all of the lunch foods on a brunch menu, and I'm mentioning brunch oh, yeah. because it's just it's usually on a brunch menu, and but I would order a Benedict on a breakfast menu. It doesn't have to be brunch. Yeah, brunch is just breakfast for slackers who sleep in. Yes, on weekends. That's it. Oh gosh, I love brunch. Yeah. I love sleeping. Because in. you love breakfast. Mm-hmm. I love breakfast and I like sleeping in. So brunch is the <laughs> perfect meal. All right. My number one, which I'm kind of surprised didn't make your list. Uh-oh. I'm going to have regrets, aren't I? The egg sandwich. Actually, I had it down and I deleted it. because oh, wow. Because I had the croissant. And the croissant, mm. with anything, depending on hunger, encompasses the egg sandwich, which I prefer on a croissant. Oh, see, uh, to me, the egg sandwich is defined as egg and cheese and optionally bacon or sausage mm-hmm. on a New York deli roll. And for, for those listeners who are not familiar with the New York deli roll, and if you haven't eaten a roll in, from a New York deli, you aren't, trust me. Um, it is, and it's it's kind of hard to even find what these are called, like what their actual name no is. No one even knows where they're baked. Yeah, <laughs> like they're, they're baked in like a few central bakeries somewhere and they get trucked into every New York deli and breakfast cart every day yeah cart bodega deli they're just always there and they show up they're ubiquitous and and you open a deli and they just issue you a whole bunch of these and they just keep showing up every day and no one knows where they're from yeah and and you know they're clearly like factory made in mass they're clearly you know fresh baked and delivered every morning um but yeah because they don't even last a day no they don't by the end of the day these things are pigeon food yeah they're very hard so so these are i've seen these called hard rolls new york hard rolls new york deli rolls um or just kaiser rolls but i can tell you kaiser roll is totally different well uh, but these are called kaiser rolls oftentimes by the new york delis but i can tell you that if you are living somewhere else and you go to a grocery store and you get a kaiser roll it's not really the same thing it's kind of close, but it's very it's it's not that close. No, because we get Kaiser rolls from the grocery store in town, the little mini right, one, and that and those are different, and they're right? totally different. So the New York hard roll, if I can try to describe it, it's a round roll with like a spirally pattern on top that you can see from I guess the way the dough was twisted or something. Or just- it looks like um, if you ever seen those Christmas cookie extruders, yeah, <laughs> it looks like that kind of like star shape yeah. that it just went plop like with the dough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it so it, it's you know it's, a, it's about the size of a large hamburger roll, mm-hmm. uh, and there's no seeds, but there is a light dusting of cornstarch on on top. I believe. Oh, right? sometimes there are uh, the oh, poppy seeds. Yeah, so, yeah. Sometimes there are poppy seeds, but I, I consider that nonconformant. Um, that's that's not as good. Um, and the inside of them, it's, and they, they have a they have a very like crusty cornmeal. Yeah, yeah. Corn. They have a very crusty outside where the outer layer is it like you can like knock on it 
<laughs> like it's like it has like a firmness to it and you bite through it and there's it shouldn't be a crunch but it should be kind of a chewy outer layer yeah it's a bread that's baked with a lot of air so i guess it's and a lot of steam it's They're yeah steam-baked. yeah they um they leave a lot of it's very open it's yeah. an open yeah. baked bread it's not a closed structure so yeah like on the inside there's huge air pockets and air bubbles mm-hmm. right and and so, so it, even though the outside crust makes it it sounds hollow yeah yeah it's a hollow kind of sound it's not like a solid sound yeah exactly and and you can we you know we've we've lived in new york for a while now we've also lived other places and traveled around a lot you can get new york style bagels and pizza in some places outside of new york that's pretty good i have never seen anywhere except the new york city area that has these rolls mm-hmm. or anything even close to them literally i've never seen and and it's it's funny like it's a staple food of new york and we can't even figure out what the name is like yeah. it, it's, it's just universal it's just like if you go and, and so i i took this quote i was trying i was looking online before the show trying to figure out what these are even officially called and i found this wonderful article on myrecipes.com and i'll hear a quote from it order a breakfast sandwich at any new york deli and you'll be asked very few questions you will simply receive a crusty white roll that is filled with airy, bready steam and stuck together with the ooze of American cheese, hot egg, and a meat. Yep, that's it. It's perfect. Like, it's that perfectly describes the New York deli roll egg sandwich. Like, I just love it. And, it's, and it has to be American cheese. Mm-hmm. America's, honestly, I know American cheese is looked down upon by cheese snobs, but I, I like think, it with pepper jack. I, well, that's fair. That's, that's good too. But I, I think. American cheese is the best cheese for an egg sandwich. It like when you have deli like, American, not oh cheese yeah, single not craft cheese singles like like you know like a good boar's head American like something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm saying those are two different cheeses. Yes, they one are. one is hard and the other is squishy milk product. Yeah, and like like you know Europeans and other people who who look down on American cheese, this is a whole category of cheeses that's pretty wide. And so on one end you have like Velveeta and like other like plastic no, those are cheeses. cheese product they're not even labeled right. as american right. cheese. what we're talking about is is like the upper end of that which is kind of like i think it's like kind of like a colby hybrid or something there's like yeah so and you can even get an aged version of american cheese it's really like, yeah don't they have aged american i have no idea i, I have to look now i'm interested <laughs> um so yeah this is like you know good american cheese but anyway so like a slice of american cheese two eggs that are kind of half scrambled like it like <laughs> it's not it isn't a yeah, it up egg. It's like you basically... It's a mixed up egg. Yeah. It's like like you, you drop the eggs into the pan as if you're going to cook them sunny side up and you just kind of stir them a couple times with a fork. <laughs> so like, but not even you just kind of swish it around like... Yeah. So you break the yolks, but you still have... You break the yolks and you swirl it around, but you still can see like certain lines of the egg will be orange and certain lines of them will be white. Like So it's kind of like the halfway point between scrambled eggs and like regular sunny side up eggs mm-hmm. it's very hard to describe and 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 what you get it's you shouldn't have any runniness left at the end uh, but it should be just barely cooked enough so that you don't have any runniness and you know slice of cheese and uh, between the, the meat options i think even though i prefer sausage links for standalone meat i think the better egg sandwich is the bacon egg and cheese but it's also it holds up even with no meat. Like this is a great vegetarian option too. Like it holds up with no meat, just egg and cheese. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful even like that. And the New York roll is just the perfect bread pairing for this. I just love an egg sandwich. And and I also like egg sandwiches on bagels or croissants or even just on regular sliced bread. It's good on anything, but 
on the New York hard roll is the best way to have this. Number one. Can I make that my number one, too, for like, a, you know, like around town breakfast? Because I was thinking more grand. I was thinking like hotel breakfast or like, you know, restaurant breakfast. <laughs> Even when we're at a restaurant, like we could be at the fanciest brunch place. But you would see if we're at a fancy brunch place, you would you would not have a egg and cheese sandwich. If they offered like if we were traveling. <laughs> but and, the, you just said that the hard roll is not outside know, of New York. Area. But if it was like if we were at like some fancy restaurant like in Vegas. Yeah. And we're having brunch. Yeah. And they had available either some fancy, you know, pile of French toast, you know, Benedict pancake waffles or <laughs> I'd eat that or a New York hard roll egg sandwich that was an actual I would pick the New York hard roll egg sandwich every time. Would you? Yes, I really would. Really? It's that good. It is really good. And, and it does. It baffles me. Like, like I'm we, kind of we having have, regrets I didn't put on my We list. have looked for oh, these rolls. I I, maybe I would replace the... <laughs> I think I might. All right. Last minute. Last right, minute change. Right, wait, wait. I am taking Marco's <laughs> New York egg sandwich and replacing French toast. So, so it's what? Number three? It's it? my number three. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's good. I, I respect that. Okay. So, and Frank, I, I think it's better. Sorry, French, French toast. toast. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't, I don't have any idea why you can't get these rolls anywhere else in the world. Like I, you just can't, they're nowhere. And I, my, my one theory is that they do appear to need special steam ovens to make very well. And maybe it's a certain oven type. Like there's a reason why like most of the places in New York don't make them fresh. Well, see, this is the reason I wasn't going to put it on my list because it was so regional specific. But if we're talking about fantasy world, not worrying about <laughs> falling asleep after breakfast, like all this kind of stuff, not worrying about being healthy at all. Right. Um, so yeah, bye French toast. I'm sorry. <laughs> New York hard work. Yeah, yep. New York, New York. And, and I, I really think like the role is why I could never live anywhere else. Well, and I was a little, I also hesitated too. So this was my thinking because I had it on the list and I kept moving it around and then I eventually took it off and now it's back on. But <laughs> some delis typical with our show. are lousy at making it. Like I hate when someone like the egg's a little burnt or it's falling out of the roll. Like, yeah, but it, if we're talking about fantasy world, perfect every time in an ideal situation, then yeah. But if we're not, if we're talking about like the general life, like how you end up getting an egg sandwich and the percentage of times it is just like, ugh, I don't want this because it was made badly, really? then I'd prefer French toast because I prefer badly made French toast over a badly made egg sandwich. See, I would say the opposite. I would say that the, that the New York Deli egg sandwich is actually very tolerant of being made poorly in the sense that even a badly made one is still really delicious to me. I still want it. Oh, and even the ones with like too much egg and the egg is burnt and it's sloppy everywhere and the roll is like soggy because it was like too much wet egg. It's horrible. Yeah, honestly, yes. Even even when like... Ugh, I open that up and if it looks wrong, I'm like, this isn't going to be good. Oh, no. It's like, going to make my stomach hurt. I mean, it definitely like I definitely want it to be good. Like I want it to be well made. <laughs> but it's to me, it's a food that actually tolerates being poorly made better than many of the other things we talked about like all I right would never mind have... it's out it's out of my list french toast is back <laughs> french wow. toast is back oh wow no, i like, talked like... myself out of it again this is the whole process i went through in the first place <laughs> <laughs> like i'd rather have a badly made egg sandwich than a badly made you know scrambled eggs or a badly made benedict you know <laughs> top four badly made breakfast <laughs> <laughs> all right i think we're good <laughs> yeah so anyway Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm really glad we already had breakfast. Otherwise, I'd be pretty hungry right now. I, I kind of am hungry. And that, now that I'm talking about all these delicious things, even though I just had a massive breakfast before this meal, now I'm like, oh, man, now I, now I want everything. Let's go get a Benedict.
I'd rather just have an egg sandwich. <sighs>